What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Screen Beans. This is episode 72. We're your host, Jerry Wilson. And Carolyn Chillick. And today we we're going to be going over huh, the the usual, the shows, the Flash, usual. Supergirl, Gifted, yeah. Inhumans, mm-hmm. Legends. Mm-hmm. And last week's Arrow. And last, if, if, if I can remember. And with this episode now again happening on Thursday... We won't be talking about this week's Arrow because it comes on tonight. So, for the next... And I think next week it's going to end up being the same thing. So, yes. we're just going to be a week late on Arrows. So, the, the CW has screwed us moving it from Wednesday to Thursday. Because now there's nothing on Wednesdays. I mean, there's Well, nothing. I mean, there, there's stuff on Wednesdays, but not we're not watching the garbage that's on Thursdays. I mean, Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, I it makes... I'm sad that they've moved. I know. Why Why did you have to do that? What was so important about moving it? Why did you have to move it? I mean, did, did you have to move it? I, who knows? I think it's because they like to have, like, theme nights. And Wednesday has become, like, their Riverdale. And, and, and Dynasty? And, and Dynasty. Sh- so it's kind of like, face. you know, people that watch Riverdale would probably watch Dynasty. So it's kind of like they flow into each other. More but. like Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Awesome. <laughs> well, uh, news. Wait a minute. I thought you were done with news. I was until what happened, you know, today. Woo-hoo. With like, I would assume the final trailer of Marvel's The Punisher on Netflix that came out today. Sure. It had the release date. So now we know the release date is mm-hmm. November 17th. They're going to get all those... Uh... People who don't have anything to do over Thanksgiving holiday. That will be such a badass weekend because Justice League will be coming out that Friday as well. Mm-hmm. And then the Punisher, man. Ah, oh, setting up nicely for myself. Yeah, it's going to be a nice holiday season. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's the only that's the only news that I had. Well, cool. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. This podcast contains spoilers. Enter at your own risk. Okay, so since the CW has screwed us by moving Arrow from Wednesday to Thursday, and now we're a week behind on Arrow, let's talk. Let's talk about Arrow first. Last week's Arrow, which was the season premiere. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a good episode. If we would have done this podcast last week and included Arrow. Arrow would have been my show of the week. I think I agree. It would have been my number one. I think so, too, because, I mean, it definitely is a different feel than the rest of the shows. But mm-hmm. I do think that they did a good job of kind of filling you in. I mean, they did have flashbacks. That's what I was getting ready to say. Now, it, it was, I, I chuckled. When they did a flashback, because they did a flashback back to the island, but because it wasn't a flashback five years ago, mm-hmm. I, guess, I guess that was all the uh, the big stuff last year where they said, oh, we're not going to do any more flashbacks. There's not going to be more flashbacks been... of Arrow before he came back to the city. Yes. And so now I, I see. So when they did the flashback, I kind of chuckled to myself and thought, oh... I guess that was just, they're no longer doing flashbacks of, you know, pre-Arrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, I don't mind it as much because I do feel like, you know, they've kind of set up that as kind of part of their thing. Mm-hmm. And, and, with the, and with the flashbacks this time, what was fine because it tied into the story because they had been gone for five or six months. And we don't know what what happened on the island because last we saw, they were all on the island and it was and it blew, blew up. up. So it was like... How did you get? How did you get back? How did you make it out? Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I was I was fine with it, and I think I'll be fine with it moving forward. They won't. Yeah, I think me. I'm. Yeah, I think I'm fine. Because we're not going. Hopefully, we're never, ever, 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 ever going to see Oliver with his wig again, <laughs> unless it's on a different show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, you never know. I know. Flash, Earth, a Flash different could Earth could might have up. bad hair. Uh, bad hair arrow. Well, just wait. Just wait till the uh, crossover episodes. Here in a you know a couple months. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. Maybe that Earth X or whatever. Maybe that arrow has that fucking wig on. <laughs> it definitely makes them look you know more evil. Mm-hmm. So, 
Um, but yeah, I think I think it was a good a good episode. I you know kind of showed because you know that's I'm glad they didn't just start it back up right from where it left off. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that they've already kind of jumped ahead and we're back at the city. It's kind of mm-hmm. you know Wild Dog's got kind of a new outfit. Man, his outfit is so badass. <laughs> I almost thought when I first saw him, I almost thought it was vigilante. I'm like, but you know then it didn't. Then I'm like immediately like, oh no, that's Wild Dog. I'm sitting there looking at Wild Dog's outfit and thinking how badass that is, and then looking at Mr. Terrific and thinking how dumbass that is. <laughs> and Spartan. Well, what, what's the deal? Did he get a new helmet or did his just changes? I, I don't know. It's like now, now. I mean, I don't know if last season still had like the lights in it, but it was. Well, I think it was kind of like it could change. Like when he needed to hide his identity, it kind of. Made it like dark, tinted it, and then when he did it, it kind of I thought it it sucked it up, like you know it like sucked it up and down, yeah, his helmet sucks it up all right <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's a bad helmet, wild dog's outfit is badass, and his he's not got a big old gun too mm-hmm. i mean that that outfit <laughs> is awesome, Spartan needs to fix his goofy fucking helmet, mm-hmm, and then. Mr. Terrific, he need he needs to do something because it, it's 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 unbelievable that if something happens, he's going to cornrow <laughs> his hair and put the black tea on his face. Right. I think I, I agree. I feel like the hair alone, how it's one second, <laughs> it's all you know, froed out, and then the next second, it's all you know. It's like we were saying last year. He can have you can do some kind of cool mask that has a something tea. or other. Yes. Like why? Why? I, I didn't. I, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And now since I see where they have taken you know Wild Dog's costume for his, last season, I didn't have a problem with Wild Dog's costume. I thought it was pretty cool. It was pretty you know street level. Yeah. T shirt, hockey mask. I thought it was pretty cool. And now he's got a huge ass upgrade. Where did he get the huge ass upgrade? Who, I mean, who made it for him? Mm-hmm. Did Curtis. I mean, he's the tech. He just doesn't spend well, any time on his own. He's too busy with his playing with his balls. Playing with his balls. Which I feel like, I like the thing about Mr. Terrific. You're about to say, he's like, you're about to say, you like Mr. Terrific's balls. Uh, I wouldn't put it exactly like that. I like that aspect of his character being able to do the high tech stuff and having those little rounds <laughs> <laughs> those little rounds yes but I do like that part of his character because I thought his character in this episode was great it didn't bother me anything like that because when it starts to bother me is when he's like out in the field and they're actually wanting him to you know hand to hand combat even though he is a decathlon or whatever and he's black belt or whatever he has he's yeah, I mean, it's, I like it better with him being more of the tech guy out there. And I kind of like the idea that his... <laughs> his, his what? His balls have a little personality <laughs> almost. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I like that. It just It just bothers me. His mask and his hair bother me. Yes, and, it's just, and now it, like really, said, now it it's really bothers me. Like, his really bothers me, and now Spartans really bothers me because now I can see we can have better. Mm-hmm. We can have a lot better. Yeah, and I don't just don't understand. Do you just you just don't want to cover up their faces or or, or what? I something different. You know, we don't want it all to be the same. We want it to be different. But I feel like I don't know. I feel like you, you can some, still do something with it and make it better. And you don't have to make it a big deal. I mean, it could have just like Wild Dog. His outfits changed. Okay. You and he just man, and he popped up, and I was like, at, at first, like you, I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" And then he starts talking. It's like, "Oh, man, he got he got quite the upgrade." Mm-hmm. So yes, but I think, I mean, I do think I like the aspect of what you know they kind of set up for this season. I kind of like the aspect of you know seeing Oliver a little bit differently with his son because mm-hmm. now you found out that the mother passed had died on the island. Mm-hmm. You assume. And, um, you never know when, who's going to come back from the dead (laughs) and, um, you know, to kind of see that kind of relationship. And then it's like, you know, with them, 
They did have a little bit with him and Felicity, but it wasn't all about relationship. It's kind of like that's just enough to know that that's still mm-hmm. something's happening there, but it's not, they didn't drag it out. They didn't make some big deal about it. It's just kind of, this is what's happening. Yes. But I just never, ever, ever want to see it go there. I'm, I'm it's done. Going. I'm done with the Oliver Felicity stuff. How, how many fucking times do we need to do it? So you think they're going to ever do the Black Canary Arrow? Like with this, with this. Black I would canary? love it, <laughs> but I think it's it's for them to do it. They're going to have to remove Felicity. Like she's going to have to die. I'm <laughs> calling for it. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to wait and see, I guess. But the thing is, is that you know they didn't hover around it too much. It's there's too much other kind of stuff happening. I do like. We saw a little bit of Deathstroke. I, I like that. Mm. You know, his sister's in a coma, so, you know, you, hopefully we won't be seeing her for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, her character didn't always bother me. There mm-hmm. were aspects of it. And then last season, I think they helped her character by making her a little bit more mature, mm-hmm. making her kind of more of like, you know, the whatever, deputy. I, I can't uh, remember what her, like, chief of staff, maybe, or yeah, something like that. Of, yeah. Because what Lance was... Lance is deputy. So, you know, I do think... But, you know, with that and also um, kind of setting, you know, Laurel, you know, the Black Siren and stuff, you're kind of setting up... There's more to what... It wasn't just about her. There's more to it. And they kind of... Mm -hmm. You know, you don't know who it is and... Which I like her much better as Black Siren, Mm -hmm. the actress playing that part. Instead of playing Black Canary. Mm-hmm. I, I like her better because I, I guess I really didn't like her playing, you know. As Laurel? Yeah. And all that. So when when I hate her, I hate it. It's good. Oh, you know, she's a villain she's now. Yeah. yeah. So it's, so I like her better in that, mm-hmm. in that in, role. In that role than the other one. Although I still feel like, you know, they did have uh, Lance having these really hard issues about killing her quote unquote at the island and dealing with that. And then, you know, with it now, mm-hmm. I mean, I can see it both ways. I mean, this is not your daughter, but it looks and sounds and technically is, but not, I mean, it's, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's your daughter from another earth, which it's, it's, it's fucking weird. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of weird. Like, I don't know what to kind of, you know, sometimes it annoys me. Like, I'm like, just shoot her. It's not her. But <laughs> yes, you, know, you put yourself in his shoes and it's like, you're looking at mm-hmm. your daughter. And literally it is. Yeah. It's just not, you know, it's like, so maybe, you, I, I bet you a little part of him thinks he can make her into his daughter. Role. Yes. And I'm sure that's what it, that's what it is. I, I wonder, now since we're kind of talking about that, I, I wonder what Lance on that earth that she's from is like. Mm-hmm. What was their relationship like mm-hmm. on that earth? Was yeah. it was it good? Was he an asshole dad? Was I he mean, dead? Was, I mean, was he dead? I mean. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I, no clue. Yeah. But anyway, so. yeah, I thought, I thought Arrow, I mean, I out of all the shows, I mean, Arrow is definitely... In a better place, I feel like, than the other shows are. Yes, I I've think, only I've seen think... one episode, and I've seen two episodes of most of the other episodes, uh, especially the CW shows. Mm-hmm. This one is definitely in a better place, I feel. Than the rest of them. Yeah, I feel like. After one episode. This one this one was closer to a you know, season premiere mm-hmm. episode. And it also kind of tied back to last season a little bit. Not like the other shows didn't. But th- it was just it was just better. Mm-hmm. It was just a better show. Yeah, I agree. So I'm I'm excited to see what you know the the one tonight you know the mm-hmm. second episode is right is tonight because they left you with a oh no moment where they have a, a picture of oh yeah of uh, Oliver Mayor Queen mm-hmm. in the the, the I'm about to say Green Lantern outfit and the <laughs> Green Arrow without the hood without the hood on. And it's like, okay, how's he going to explain this again? Mm-hmm. How many times 
does he have to explain away mm-hmm. he is not the Green Arrow? Because last season didn't uh, what's his name uh, come out? Or you know, it was kind of like more like well, it Prometheus? was more of yeah, Prometheus. I think he was, did something, but then even like the year before was, that, I don't think it was Oliver is. The arrow. I think the arrow is a murderer. Is what it was. Oh yeah, and uh, but the, I think the year before that, where you had um, what's his name, uh, Arsenal, mm-hmm. dressed up as the Green Arrow. When they, I think they had handcuffs on Oliver, trying to put him into like the you know the paddy wagon, yeah, something like that. And then he shows up in the you know the Green Arrow's outfit. Yeah. So it's not like this is the first time that. But even been, in season one, Lance thought he was the yeah, Green but, Arrow. I mean, come on, where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. I mean, people are people are. You can say it now that oh, I'm not him, but people they they're, they're just they're going to know. They're mm-hmm. going to suspect something. Yeah, I'm not I mean, it's complete little, idiots. Well, you never know. Anyway, yeah. So we'll find out that tonight. All right. So that was good, solid talk on Arrow. Mm-hmm. Now we need to kind of move on. Okay. So. And you know what? We'll do this kind of thing next week, too. Well, you're running the show next week, so... Yeah, it'll be whatever I want. We'll see. Maybe you'll stick Arrow at the end. Maybe. Who knows? You know, in the show on a high note. Never know. Unless people like listening to us kick, you know, kick the hell out of other shows. Who knows? Even if they listen that long. Yeah. Okay. So my pick of the week, this week, out of the shows other than Arrow, is The Gifted. I agree on that one too. I thought that the gifted was was just a better show, better story. They continued on to their story arc mm-hmm. of what's going on. Um, I think the the acting the acting's been good. The I think they have better. Good. I mean, I feel like they have better actors mm-hmm. on the show. I mean, and they have some well known names. Mm-hmm. I mean. The main four, three of them, I've definitely been on other shows and have been leads mm-hmm. and have been pretty good in those shows. Yeah, and and I thought and and this show, the gift, it, it's 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 been more tense than the other shows. It's made me want to kind of watch it and pay attention because you have the that, that what's the organization? The, uh, Sentinel? the Sentinel. I can't remember what it. It's something sent the Sentinels. Yeah. So you got those guys. So, and I kind of like that guy that we've kind of seen in charge. I'm sure he has a big head honcho boss. Mm-hmm. But man, he plays a pretty good dick. Yeah. And, you know, and in this episode, you kind of see, you know, him, you know, texting his wife or whoever. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of do a good job because I like it when you have a bad guy, but... There's reasons. Like he said, you know, one of his kid or somebody was killed by mm-hmm. some a mutant. And, you know, and you kind of see, you know, he's doing this and, you know, his wife or whoever says, you know, she's proud of him and stuff like that. And it's kind of like, I like it when they can show a character isn't just a one dimension. Mm-hmm. You know, they put some dimensions into a character. So you hate him, but then it's like, you know, you see this and you're like, well, yeah, you yeah. know, you can kind of. And so I like it when shows do that because it just kind of adds more layers to a character where they're not just so one-dimensional. And I think that, you know, with this also, I feel like this show, it also is at a good time because basically it's kind of, you know, people hate and and they're scared and they don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, you can say that about today mm-hmm. in society. People are ignorant and so they're scared. There's that mob mentality. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's like, what did these people actually do to you? You're grouping these people into this huge thing that has been warped by the news and the media and politics and all this stuff. And by certain companies. And you're being, you know, mm-hmm. shown how you're supposed to feel. Yeah. And yeah. It, and it's like, as a mutant, you want to fight back because these people are doing stuff to you. But when you do that, mm-hmm. you're just feeding them and proving that they're right. And it's like yeah. they're, it's like a no-win situation. And it's like the, the people who hate the mutants, they just, you know, like you said, they just lump them all together. All mutants are bad. We need to, even though that's not what 
the show hasn't come out and said all mutants are bad. But but that's what that's, they're that's, making, that's, that's, that's what, what they're that's what they're that's what they're feeling, and that's what you know the the sentinels are, are you know that well, agency or whatever is, is, is that, trying to do because it's not like what the, what the kids did at the school was their fault. I mean, he was getting bullied. Mm-hmm. He was, well, he just and he didn't know. Like yeah. whenever mutants start using their powers, and then they come they and arrest him, and they want to throw him in a hole. Yeah, it's like they don't want to teach him how to. You know, it's like you're blaming them for something that they really. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just as scared. They're just scared mm-hmm. because they have no idea what's happening to them. Uh-huh. Sitting there being bullied by a bad human. Mm-hmm. But yet he's the good guy. You know, he's and, the victim. Because yes, yes. The bully turned out to be the victim in, in that whole thing. And that's just, it's like, you know, with mutants, there's there's good ones, there's bad ones. People, there's good ones, there's right. bad ones. It's just, it's just what it is. So I feel like, you know, with that kind of aspect, and it's all, that's the way X-Men have always been. It's mm-hmm. kind of parallels with what's happened so i think that you know you can get more into this story because yeah. of that because there's more kind of parallels to what is happening in in life mm-hmm. it's like it's like the, the mob that shows up outside that house mm-hmm. it's like the mutants are inside they're not in there destroying shit they're just minding doing anything yeah. they're sitting there playing video games and hanging out mm-hmm. until you show up you get then you get the 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 young kid, the mutant, the new mutant guy, you get him all wound up and fearing for his life and his family, and then he, you know, yeah. acts out. If you guys would have just stayed in your fucking house and not showed up on somebody's yard with guns and right. bats or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. taking justice into your own hands, everything would have been fine. That front door... When it got destroyed, yeah. everything would have been fine. Mm-hmm. But it's just... Well, the problem is, it's like... Okay, think of puberty. And it's like, you know, when kids are going through that, mm-hmm. there's some changes they don't know, sometimes can't control. <laughs> but think that instead of those things, you had like a nuclear warhead mm-hmm. that you couldn't control. I mean, it's kind of yeah. taking everything to the nth degree. <laughs> it's like... They don't know what to do because they, mm-hmm. this is like, whoa, never, this is, yeah. it's the same kind of thing. And it's just that, it's just bad because they have extreme power mm-hmm. and they don't know how to control it. And I think what this show is, is done for me that I've liked is I, I, I kind of want, I want to know more about the characters' mm-hmm. backgrounds. Kind of how did they get to where they are now. Because mm-hmm. I think that it, for me, it's, it's interesting. I kind of want to see well, yeah, more yeah. about those, those characters. Well, even in like this world, we're being dropped into mm-hmm. the middle of something that's already been happening for who knows how long mm-hmm. the mutants, you know, they kind of drop in kind of the X-Men kind of stuff. And so, you know, it's like, where am, am I in this world? Mm-hmm. Because we kind of know parts, but mm-hmm. we don't know where they are in it. Yeah. Like what part of the store are we being dropped into? Mm-hmm. But I think that's kind of, I mean, I think that's good because, you know, they could go wherever they need to go with this. Mm-hmm. They can make it into anything. But, you know, I think they also do a good job of introducing you to different characters. There's different relationships with all these different characters, but they're not focusing on one thing. Mm-hmm. You're seeing tidbits of all these different things and... um and you're getting introduced into a lot of different characters. In this episode, you saw a little bit more with the Indian. And, you know, he's like in his powers. Thunderbird? I don't remember what his name is. I think that's what it is. And then you see Thunderbird. that one girl that you've kind of seen a little bit. But now you're kind of seeing a little bit more of her and him and their mm-hmm. past. Mm-hmm. And then you're seeing a little bit more with um, the mom. And like her brother and, you know, seeing, so they're doing a good job of kind of introducing characters, getting a little bit more of some background. And it just seems like it's a better, well thought out kind of story that's being Mm -hmm. told. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. So that's what I got to say for the gifted, the guy, you know, the guy from True Blood, you know, his whole thing, you know, I'm like, he's not going to play along with this there's no mm-hmm. way he's going to be doing this so i i'm interested in seeing you know i you know last week i didn't really like all of the back and forth and the stereotypical you know interrogation and stuff and in this one you still have them separated but i wish 
This is what I want to happen. I want him to help Magneto girl out of prison. And then they're like, I want him to be with somebody and them out on the run and mm-hmm. then trying to get back together with the main people. I'm tired of him being just locked up. Yeah. And with her, you know, I'm like, you know, with her in the lockup, it hasn't been bothering me too much. You didn't get to see a lot of it this time, but I'm ready for them to move past this. Yeah. Like, let's come on. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but other than that. So, yeah, but I thought, I thought this episode was, was, uh, you know, better than last week's episode where I was kind of, eh. I mean, last week's episode was fine, but I thought this one was, was mm-hmm. much better. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm, you know, excited to see where, uh, can't believe a Fox show is actually the one that we're like, I know the best. it's number one. Mm-hmm. How many times was Gotham number one? Zero. Mm-hmm. Not once. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's move past this right for the next one. Yes. Because, because as it turns out, Gotham might not be as bad as, uh, some other shows out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So, so number two, number two. Um, I'm going with Flash. I agree. And Flash, I feel like this week, it's definitely, you know, they're getting their foot footing back. But I feel like the reason I didn't put this as number one is first, the Flash. I feel like they're making him too corny. Yes, and and I think they're putting up a too much emphasis on his relationship with Iris. They're uh-huh. spending too much time on it. I know. And, 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 is, and that, becoming, is that just because it's a CW show? I and, feel like that's because I feel like viewers? that's kind of what they're, you know, even with Supergirl that we'll talk about later, I feel like it's kind of doing the same thing. But with the Flash, like Iris, I feel like, number one, I feel like they put them together too soon. <laughs> I feel like, you know, the, you know, some, the things that make shows good is the tension and the back and forth. But then when you put them together and they're getting ready for their wedding and all this stuff, it becomes too much of a focus of the show. And now Iris, her character, I feel like, is suffering because of it. Because they're making her almost this one-dimensional character. Mm -hmm. Beforehand, she was a reporter. She was doing other stuff outside of Barry. uh Now, it's all about, even though they have her kind of running the team, it's still about her relationship with Barry. This whole episode was about her relationship with Barry. And I get it. I get that it has to be part of the story. I feel I feel like they're just focusing too much of it, and her mm-hmm. character is suffering because of it. Because what happened to her being a reporter? What happened to her having a life outside of those four walls? Mm-hmm. Because in the comics, she is great at being a reporter, mm-hmm. investigative reporter, and you know, getting into trouble that way. It's like I I want to see that. I don't want her fucking running the team. The team is the team has way too many fucking people. And I feel like she could do so much more than that. She I mean, needs to have her own thing on on the side. It's like I I, I, don't, I don't need I don't to see her, her running the team. I, I mean, don't need to see Barry and her relationship and the marriage and all that stuff. And then I I don't know I don't know if I like this Barry. <laughs> Two episodes in, I don't know if I like this Barry. Well, the thing is, it seems like he's gotten... So I get the Flash does kind of does have a sense of humor. But I always felt like his was kind of like a... I don't know. I can't think of the word. But I feel like this Flash's sense of humor is getting too corny. Like, you know, mm-hmm. the risky business thing. Yes. Yeah, so why, why, why do they do that? Why? Why? Like, it's never been done before. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, I get that Barry likes to do that, but they're making it. I don't know. Who the fuck in real life does that? Like, in real <laughs> life, who does that? The, does anybody? Does anybody say, you know what? I'm here by myself. I'm going to have a, you know, a little risky business moment. <laughs> It's it was fucking ridiculous, and then moments later, he bought two coffees for fifty cents. <laughs> it's cheap. That was also ridiculous. I just yeah, I mean, I just feel like you know some this one they kind of focused. I think they're too much of the focus, and I feel like this Barry not only is being corny, but he's being, you know, this Barry has always been. I'm 
doing this for the team. I'm going to be the, I don't want to put anybody in danger. I'm going to sacrifice. I'm not going to tell you because, you know, I feel like it's better if I'm just the one who suffers. But in the long, I feel like this kind of very makes me feel like he's almost feels like he's better than everybody in the team. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, it's almost like he, oh, no, 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 I got this. I'm going to do it. Oh, no, 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 no. I know a better way. I'm just going to do this. And I don't know. Something's off. And I don't know if that's what they're trying to make, you know, if, if that's mm-hmm. going to come out yeah. as something that's happened because of this, what he's been through in the Speed Force. Mm-hmm. Because they just dropped what all of that junk. Like, if I was Cisco and stuff, I'd still be, like, trying to figure out what this code, like, what he was talking about and all this stuff and trying to get Barry to remember what happened. Mm-hmm. Because the code's got to come back around. I mean, there's got to be something. Stuff that, I mean, because they, they wanted to put it in the episode if it didn't mean anything down the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, and then with the, you know, couples counseling and all that stuff, I feel like... And wedding planning and all that. I'm like, this is becoming too big of an aspect of the show that really should not be more than a 10% of the show. Mm-hmm. We need to focus yeah, yeah. more on the big picture. The thinker, you know, a little bit more. I know they're slowly building with him. but Very, even, very slowly. Very I mean, slowly. I mean... I think that's what what happens, you know, with shows like this that have you know twenty three, twenty four episodes, mm-hmm. and there's just too many fucking episodes. Yeah, and you have to have so many filler things and little tidbits of the main you know, bad guy or the main arc mm-hmm. in there to where. I think this show, I think a lot of these CW shows suffer because they're 24 episodes. Yeah. Not to say that Legends was fucking fantastic when it was 13 because it was not. I'm just saying it's... Yeah. I just think it's too much. You you do do start getting like too many filler episodes. And you get the villain of the week stuff. uh Even though this, this villain, I was fine with this villain... For the you know the villain of the week because at the very end it looks like you know the thinker is building some sort of building, a team or yeah, something. yeah because there's going to be twelve of them where I I guess if I was to do this I don't know if I would have a villain of the week I would have a villain for a few episode arc mm-hmm. with the big year long arc also kind of weaved into it so that you can. Have them be more, you know, detective-y and trying to figure stuff out. But this is just like, well, you know, we have this villain. Let's just throw this villain in there and we'll move on to the yeah. next one. I guess it's just my personal preference. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought the episode I thought the episode was fine. Way too much of the lovey-dovey wedding bullshit for me. It's like they're I trying to that be up too to, funny. You know, there's just too much trying to be funny. And it's like, Cisco is where you need to be funny. The yes. Flash... Yeah, he can have some, you know, some one-liners and stuff like that. But I don't think he should be corny. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, he... I don't know. It's just... I don't don't know. There's something off about this, the Flash since he's been back. Yeah, I I haven't... Maybe maybe it is going to have something to do, like he's covering up something or he's... Or something he's trying to hide. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of some sort of coping mechanism he's doing. Yeah, because right now the real, you know, watching Flash, the only thing that I, I I want to know about, there's two things I want to know about: Killer Frost, what the hell's going on with her, and where where you know what was she doing for those mm-hmm. five or six months, and Harrison Wells. Where's Harrison Wells? I need Earth Two, <laughs> Harrison Wells. Yeah. Who knows? I did think it was kind of funny when they were in with the. The psychiatrist, and he sees that magazine or something, and it has Oliver Mayor, yes. Oliver Queen, and he goes, "Whoa, whoa, whoa what this happened?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I thought that was pretty cool too. Yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. So, but yeah, Flash has not been leaving me wanting more. Let's just say, no, it, it has. There's, there's a lot of things on there that it's I, been I a wish show that they where, would you know, change. It's, 
you know, it's kept my attention. You know, it's been a decent show, but it, there hasn't been any knock my socks off moments this season yet. I mean, we're, we're two episodes in. Two episodes, but, but yeah. So. Still. I'm just. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, time for next episode. Number three. Number three. Uh, Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Supergirl. I feel like her and the Flash have a lot of the same problems. Yes, they do. I feel like they're focusing too much on the relationship and Kara dealing with losing Monel. I feel like they're almost making her they're doing the same thing with her as they are with Iris in a different way. They're making mm-hmm. it too one-dimensional. She's just a girl that's dealing with Losing her boyfriend. I know. And then you and then you double down on that and you throw in Alex's whole fucking relationship bullshit stuff. It's that for me has gotten way out of control. Mm-hmm. Way out of control. I can't wait for the day that that fucking thing ends and, <laughs> and, and we move on. It's it's almost like this show. It's no longer Supergirl. It's just kind of like Supergirl and Alex's relationship kind of thing. Well, I don't think it's like that. I For know. me, it is. I, I've had enough. I've had enough of it. I've had enough of that. And I understand it's Supergirl and it's on the CW and it's going to have this crap in it. But it's like, I I just don't, I don't want the crap in it. And I want I mean, less I think crap with this in up, it. With them, they did the same thing where it's like, you made this relationship too serious too fast to where it became too much part of the show. Mm-hmm. I actually, this is what my thing is, because we know that Maggie is not going to be a season regular, and they kind of, in this episode, had that thing about kids, how Alex wants kids and she doesn't. I feel like that's going to be a deal breaker. And I feel like they've been showing Alex now two episodes talking to this girl that, you know, has the superpowers and stuff. I wonder if they're going to have something with them. I don't know. That's just, and it doesn't have to be a romantic thing. I just feel like there's going to, you know, they've had two episodes where they have called out Alex and her having something happen. Like, you know, hitting her on the shoulder at the waterfront. And in this one, Alex remembering that she saw them. So I feel like there's going to be something with them. And it might not be romantic, but I do think that it might be something. I This is what I want. I'm probably never, ever fucking going to get it, but I want more superhero stuff and less romance. Well, I mean, that's the dude talking. Well, it, well, it is a fucking comic book. It's like, <laughs> I want, I want yeah, but the, more, all the comics all have that too. Not, not so in your face. It's I mean, so I mean, in I, your I, face. I feel, I mean, I definitely feel like this, that I don't need it as much, but I mean, you break, you break down these episodes. And I would venture to say half of the fucking episodes has something to do with relationship romance stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, another 15% I feel is like I wouldn't, commercials. Wouldn't bother me. <laughs> so I get 15 minutes <laughs> of like, superhero stuff. I feel like the relationships wouldn't bother me as much if there was just as strong, you know, superhero comic stuff happening. I feel like... They're concentrating more on that than they... I agree. They are concentrating more on that than they would. But this... It, the relationship doesn't usually bother me if there's something that can balance it out. And I feel like... I need I need less of it. And maybe that is just because I'm, I'm a dude. But I, I need less of it. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm not, I'm not watching these shows to see the connections... I feel and like the you relationships. Need the, you need to build character development. I'm watching and you're this need those. for ass-kicking superheroes. Yeah, but you can't. You've talked about already not one-dimensional characters. They can't just be that. They have to have more dimensions to them. It's just that the balance between the two have not been, you know, equal, and they've been putting more emphasis on this part. When they should be putting more emphasis mm-hmm. on this, I agree. And I think it boils down. They, they need they need to do better with their their stories, though, because yeah. from what the ratings have shown us, these shows are not doing so well. Yeah, and yeah, and I think it's just 
their villains haven't been strong enough. It's like, you know, that's kind of like, they're not, they're like, oh, da, 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 da. you know, there's this, you know, this thing and it happens in between these scenes of Supergirl dealing with her issues. But it's kind of like, you need to make these more, you know, and they are to some extent, you know, they are part of trying to help her deal with these issues. You know, it's kind of like, but it should be vice versa. There should be this stuff, which is the bad guys, the story, the big arc, and this stuff happening. And then some little things happen in Supergirl's life that help her figure out. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm sitting here just, just thinking that we're, that I'm at least railing on this show. And we still haven't even gotten to what, Lena Luther well, I- taking over Catco and... All that stuff. It's I like, feel like the, I feel like we talked last year. I the less cat co I see that doesn't involve cat in it, the better. It's like I only want to mm-hmm. see cat co if cat's there. I don't need to see it. And then on this whole thing, she's. I feel like this is just to create drama with Jimmy. This is just something for his character to have to deal with. And I mean, I don't really. Let's. I know. I don't need to see. Uh, I guess that's another thing I don't fucking need to see. I mean. There was way too much of that whole trying to add drama to this because we need to find some way to get putting, Jimmy in here. I don't mind here. putting this stuff in there because I feel like it is needed to build the characters and to have something that's not one-dimensional. I need to see Supergirl as not Supergirl, as a reporter, as Kara, as this. I need to see the different aspects. Same and that's thing. fine. But this built-in drama to have Lena there... But I feel like, yeah, time. I feel like they need that. But I do think that it's, they're putting too much emphasis on that part. And they're not, I need to see more of, you know, they're kind of like Supergirl is falling to the wayside and what she's doing and is becoming all this other kind of stuff. And I don't know. I mean, I agree with you to a certain extent, but I feel like it, I, not, not to the extent of where it's you like, want to just get rid a, of it. Well, I mean, I mean. I don't need to get rid of it, but I, I don't need as much as I got in this episode. Mm-hmm. I don't need Lena going over to Catco and saying, well, this is an investment. I need to jump in and figure out everything well, yeah, about I feel this. Like, it's like, it's a little you, over you, the you, top. You didn't, you didn't buy this because it was failing mm-hmm. and that it was in trouble and it was, you know, something good to buy. You bought it because you didn't want Edge to get it. Yeah. That was the only reason you bought it. Because if he bought it, he was going to skew things against you. Well, still, as being... Well, she still bought it. Well, yeah, yeah. So she still wants to know how it goes. She doesn't want to be out of the loop. Well, yeah, but I don't think that, you know, being out of the loop... I do think that they took it to an nth degree. Yes, they did, because now now she completely, like, left Corp to go to Catco. Yeah. And then they bring in the girl who's going to be the villain this season to run... Elcorp, mm-hmm. because I, I assume she knows Elcorp is fine, and it's going, it's in good hands, because she interviewed this girl who's now going to run it. Right. Who knows what she was doing beforehand? Obviously, she was probably very successful because she has a huge house. Although she did talk to her daughter about now they're going to be making all this money, and she won't have to be scraping by. I know. So, so where did she come from? If you were scraping by and now you're running L Corp because Lena decides she's going to she go jump into CatCo. <laughs> Maybe she was her secretary. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like they're going to have to do some explaining. I feel like Supergirl, like Arrow did a good job of setting up stuff. Supergirl is trying to set up stuff, but they're doing it too over the top. Like it makes it un- unbelievable. Like, they're setting up the stories are a little bit too unbelievable. Lena just buying Catco. I feel like it's setting it up for an arc. Well, and of this girl, too, running Elcorp. It's mm-hmm. starting an arc, but it's an unbelievable start. Like, they're you know, jumping to, like, mm-hmm. well, she's going to run this company. Well, okay. I don't, we don't even know who this character is, and mm-hmm. now she's already going to be... I don't know. I think that they're yeah. just kind of picking the wrong way to get the arc started instead of it being a 
gradual arc. It's more of kind of like a straight up 90 degree <laughs> angle and then they're just going to fall down instead of it. Woo. So just an off-centered arc. Anyway, I guess we'll find out next week. Okay. So now are, are you ready to move yeah. on to the shows that I did not like? <laughs> <laughs> Because like, these were the shows that I did like, and well, I railed is, is on the I last two. Like all the shows this week, except for The Gifted, were not the were not good shows. I feel like they're all just levels of okayness to bad. Mm-hmm. And some of these shows, some of these shows, to me, felt longer than Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah. So is it my turn to pick this? Uh, you picked Supergirl, yes. so I'm picking, I'm actually going to put Inhumans above Legends, because Legends, it, it I mean, it matter. was I, so bad. Now, Inhumans, it's just more of the same. It is. Bad acting. The girl that's... Well, it's uh, bad acting, bad story, bad everything. And just bad, you know, stuff is just being... Okay, so we start off, the guy with the hoofs, the hooves. We don't even know their fucking names. Gorgon or something. Isn't that Gorgon? I don't know. Anyway, him and those dudes, I feel like they're still, I don't feel like, why would they, even though he's like sad that this guy died for him, they shouldn't have been there in the first place because they don't even know this guy. No. And why are they following him around? And then the, the acting going back and forth between hooved and the other guy they're just it's so it's it's like, so bad it it hurts me it physically hurts me to I, watch I feel that. like you know when you watch a show sometimes you just see a world like you're just kind of a window into a world and it looks like you know it's hard to explain but then like this show i feel like i'm watching actors act like i don't feel like i can't get into it because it's not it's there's just something a little off. For example, like the girl that's blonde. When she's talking to... <laughs> the girl that's blonde. The, the girl that's blonde. The scientist. The, scientist. the blonde scientist. They're all fucking bad. I feel like when she's doing her spiel, her little monologue, and talking to Medusa about why she does what she does, and her dad always wanted to be an astronaut, and she's got to have this rocket necklace. Well, let me get up she, the violin. And, but this whole time when she's doing this spiel, I don't believe her. Like, I, I'm not feeling. It's like she's no. just saying the words, but she's not feeling the words. She's not, you know, it's, I, I, I just don't believe her. And, and you know, then Medusa, you know, she's like, oh, yeah, I knew I liked you or something like that. And then the girl kind of does this, yes. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it all looks fate. Like, it doesn't look true. Like, uh, well, it doesn't, all of them are like, all of them are like I that. I feel like that's exactly, I don't feel like any of it. I don't Every single one of, of these actors is, is like that. It's uh, it's painful to watch so them. I don't know since, I don't know since it's all of them, if it's bad directing. Like, is it, are they being told, like, not only bad at, because I feel like sometimes there's actors who are good no matter what. Well, well first off, the like story, the story's complete shit. I yeah. mean, it's, 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 it's horrible. Bad. It's bad. I feel like it's bad. A lot of things. Writing, directing, acting. This, you know, it, it's like, it's all, there's nothing really that good about this show. It's unbelievable. You're just throwing stuff at me and, and you're not, you know, that's bad set. I mean, I don't know. There's one good thing about it. And the story, it's kind of like, they're just throwing stuff in at you mm-hmm. and even like the girl with lockjaw and you know this guy comes across and oh look his ex-girlfriend is a vet how convenient yeah, and that's and that's what i said as i was sitting there on the couch and you know they're talking he goes well i mean you know i'm you know i know i know of you know vet tech and all that i'm like well of course you fucking do mm-hmm. of course you do and it's his neighbor he can go run to her house and and um I don't know, just like that whole thing, that whole situation, I feel like is just stereotypical setup kind of thing. And there happens to be a giant dog in the, in the scene. Now, if, if we were still watching Gotham, Gotham for me 
right now, without seeing any episodes, <laughs> would have been before this. And Inhumans and Legends would be below it. Because at least watching Gotham, there's some things that I didn't mind well, watching and, and some of the, like the, the interaction. The there is better. Yes. Like the people who, you know, the, the Penguin, the Riddler, those two guys were good. And then what's her, Barbara? Mm-hmm. Granted, at the end of last year, her role got way too much, way too big. Well, I mean, even Gordon. I mean, he's mm-hmm. a good actor. And, you know, and I don't ever see, like, I feel like he's acting. I feel like Bullock. he's just doing the character. Bullock. Yeah. He's great. He's fantastic. And, I mean, even Bruce Wayne is not bad. I mean, there's some rough edges on him, but... But then you can com- the- compare that to Inhumans. It's, it's night and fucking day. Well, plus, in the stories... In Gotham are stupid, but at least <laughs> the acting and the visuals look good. Yeah, and and it's on purpose stupid. Mm-hmm. This feels like it's not on purpose bad. I mean, it's like not on purpose. <laughs> this <laughs> yes, it's just not good. But the good thing is we're halfway through the season, <laughs> and probably and, and probably better news is it's probably not going to get a second. I, I I don't see how this because could. the the, the did, ratings the ratings are just it. plummeting. No, we called it. We we, said, we well shit. We said it after the first two episodes that we watched. One, I'm glad we did not go and fucking pay IMAX cash to go see that. <laughs> that would have been horrible to pay the money mm-hmm. to pay the to pay yeah to go and watch that. Are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. But. I would have had to go to the box office and demand money back. <laughs> but yeah, so after watching those first two episodes, we pretty much called. If this thing gets renewed for a second season, I'm not watching it. Yeah. This show is so bad, most likely it's going to ruin Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for me <laughs> You know, at the beginning of 2018. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to rethink what they're going to do. If there's any connection to this show with, with Air, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they better start mm-hmm. start shooting now and, re- and reshoot. And, and I would and I would I would think that there's got to be some there's got to be some connection because we last saw Agents and he was on the moon. But well, was he on the moon? He just was in space. Well, he was in space. Okay, maybe not on the moon. He's in space. Well, and and also okay. This episode, let's let's get out of this Agents. We've tangent. We've already t- discussed this. Let's go back to this episode. So. When Maximus was went through Terragenesis, it made him into a human. It made him human. He made him. He. It's never happened before. Never happened before. So what are what? all the other fuckers in the hole digging yeah. in the mines? Where are they not? Did they not get turned into humans, or did they just not get any special powers? Right. That's what I'm thinking. Because like the boy, they made it seem like he went through Terragenesis, and he's. You know, he's. I guess he's still inhuman. He just didn't get anything power. Maybe that's it. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just don't get any powers. But this Terragenesis changed Maximus into a human. Changed mm-hmm. his DNA. Okay, maybe that's it. Because I was wondering, what is this supposed to? They're talking about Maximus is this one and only, and they talked about he should be in the mines mm-hmm. with those other people. And it's like I thought that he was. It turned him into. He just didn't get anything. But uh-huh. apparently, and- he's still different than everybody else. And, and, and another rabbit hole to go down to. So I guess everybody who lives on the moon, when they first moved up to the moon, they are all like, I'm using air quotes, like legit kind of inhumans where their, their DNA is, is completely human. different. Because the ones who did not want to go to the moon started... Uh, Getting it on with humans, and that's kind of muddled their I think so. DNA down. Mm-hmm. So if you say that, and there's only like you know what eighteen hundred people, thirteen, eight, it's like fourteen hundred. Yeah, I think they said that are it's on like the fourteen hundred or something. And you're having kids up there, but you're not bringing anybody new up. Is that a little of a lot of a inbreeding going on up there? Maybe it's different for a human because they're inhuman. Just saying. That's a rabbit hole I now want to climb out of. (laughs) Here's a shovel. So. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I think we don't need to rail anymore on this because we pretty mm -hmm. much, the story, who cares? Because I, there's nothing about, I don't care about anything about these characters. 
anybody on the show. I don't want to know about anybody on the show. Unlike Gifted, where there's tons of characters, I want to kind of know their backstory, their powers, and mm-hmm. all that. This show, I'm, I am, I was instantly fucking done when I saw episode one and you saw the green dude running through the forest, uh-huh. the jungle, whatever it was. And that was in the first two minutes of yeah. the first episode. I saw that and said, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's move on. This show's trash. Let's move on to more trash. So, last but not least. Legends. And, and I would like to put my foot down and say... I'd say it. (laughs) (laughs) And say, I no longer want to watch this show after the mid-season finale. I want to get through the crossover episodes, and then I want to be done with this. I I feel like definitely it's happening. We're not watching past fall finale. and And moving forward from that point, the only time I will watch Legends is if... Now, this is a big if. If Flash and Supergirl and Arrow and Legends all get renewed for next year, I will watch the crossover mm-hmm. episode. The one episode that has Legends in it. I will watch that one. Just because I'm watching it because I'm watching for Flash and Supergirl and Arrow. Continuity. Yes. So I would need to watch that one. Well, I think but that, th- that... that rests on Supergirl getting renewed. Legends getting mm-hmm. renewed. Well, I feel like Legends, this episode was so bad. Last week's episode, it was on the bottom for me again. I feel like these characters, and it's just getting worse. The stuff that I complained about last season, it's just getting worse. Number one, Citizen Steel, I hate him. Yes, I, I hate him. I started off with really liking his character. Uh-huh. They have made him into the dippiest, shittiest person <laughs> there is. All he thinks about is his pain. I mean, <laughs> it's, all, it's all about his girlfriend hurting him and getting back at her. And, I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. And doing the dippiest, shittiest stuff. And treating people the dippiest, shittiest way. And being stupid. How can uh-huh. you be this brilliant historian, but yet we never see any part of that? You do stupid shit. Ray Palmer. Yes. Come on. You're a brilliant scientist that comes up with a shrinking gun, but yet you have a saber-toothed tiger. And like you said, why did you have to open the cage? Why open the fucking cage? Why don't you minimize the whole thing? I that was way, screaming at the TV. So that Why way, open the cage? So that way, if... 24 hours happens and you haven't gotten him back, he blows up. He's still in the cage. He's still in the fucking cage. That's what, that's what I was sitting there thinking. Why are you opening the door? Don't open the fucking door. I know he's sleeping. Don't open the door. Well, shrink the whole fucking thing. Well, even that. Why open the door if Ray's not o- ready to shrink him? You could, you know, it's got bars. It's not glass. The, you could I, those just two, shoot him through the bars and then pick him up if, worst case. Those two got to be. Two of the dumbest smart people there are. And I get not having like street smarts or common sense because, you know, you were growing up. And I, hey, I don't mind that they're fanboys. Like there was that one episode last season where they met George Lucas. Mm-hmm. And I can see fanboys coming out because, you know, nerds and blah, blah, blah. But you're making them stupid. Like, yes. I mean, dumb decision stupid, not fanboy. Fanboy is different than dumb. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you see those or like your movie quotes and doing that stuff, that's funny. Like you could do that. I think that's fine. But you're making these dumb decisions. And the whole thing with the circus and everything that happened in this hey, episode. Hey, well, hey, well, we, we got a, we got a uh, Billy Zane sighting. Where the fuck has he been? Yeah. <laughs> Time has not been kind. <laughs> yeah. It's been a long way. Well, but, so I could have done that mission. You and I could have done that mission. If Ray Palmer would have developed the shrink ray, showed us how to work it, we could have gone to the circus. We would have shrunk the whole fucking cage with the saber-toothed tiger in it, went back to the spaceship, whatever, the wave rider, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, and been done. We would have been done. Done. 
Yeah. Yeah. And instead, it's it's like a it's it's just a shit show wrapped around. It's like a, a Three Stooges. Mm-hmm. And it's and I mean I can see that you know this whole show we you know kind of go back and forth how. We realize it's a different feel. It's kind of like, you know, comic, you know, it's kind of this is what their their thing is. But you can't just make it so stupid and over the top and unbelievable that I can't even deal with it. Even the whole, you know, the new kind of character that they have that works for Rip Hunter that comes to try to save the day and her and White Canary or whatever are fighting and all that stuff. It's like... Even that. Uh, and then they're both laying down. Ha, oh, I need some water. You want some water? And it's like, maybe I, that wouldn't have felt so stupid if there wasn't so much other stupid stuff. Like, that might have just been kind of funny. I'm sitting here thinking, that white canary, during this whole fight, I'm sitting here thinking, you are a trained assassin. There's no way that girl that you're fighting... Has been through what you've been through. Mm-hmm. And yet, she's going toe-to-toe with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you never know. She's been watching. She knows White Canary's every move. She's been trained by the best. I don't know. I still think... I mean, I think that... And then... Knowing somebody's every move is a lot different than once you get hit in the face. <laughs> <laughs> it completely fucking changes. I knew I was going to get hit in the face. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I just feel like this episode <laughs> of Legends was just so bad. I just couldn't wait for it to be over. Mm-hmm. And and I don't want to watch a show and just... No, I don't want to watch a show either because it, when, when it... Because when it's like that, it's like... Even all the stuff it's turn, Vixen, it turned into high school homework. I'm like, I don't want to fucking do it. Well, and plus, okay, and you... And I think we talked about this timeline stuff. Everyone knows I hate... This, uh-huh. but we were talking about they pick and choose when stuff affects other things. Yes, this vixen thing. It's slow boat to China, gonna you know affect catch her up. granddaughter. Yes, mm-hmm. but when Julius Caesar got the book, immediately the United States was gone. Mm-hmm. It's like how can this aberration or whatever it's called, apparition or ab- aberration, ah, whatever it is. You like pick and choose which ones will affect, and that's why I hate immediately their time. and not. Yeah, if you're going to do I, a time, if your whole show is fucking around time travel, you better have your theories on time travel locked down. Yes, they need to be locked down. I completely, I completely agree because once they, once they showed, you know, 1920s vixen or whatever, watching, watching TV and she sees her granddaughter and. Her granddaughter is still here, still at the same point of time as she is. I mean, literally, she she shouldn't be on the Wave Rider, period. No, she shouldn't be. But then it's like you kind of can say, well, as long as we put her back in the exact same amount of time, you know, where she goes. You know, she can live. But the thing is, is she's going to come back and she's going to be super old. It's just, but yeah, but but they do. They, They pick and choose on what affects time and when because like and how fast julius caesar he does he, he steals you know sis and steals book and immediately they look you know, in the united states is called something weird and you yeah know, the whole wor- world is destroyed i don't know it, it, it is it, it's, and so it's, that's another time travel it, time travel itself it sucks i mean it it does it just sucks because you can come up with all kinds of excuses for why mm-hmm Things happened. I mean, yeah. is she still here because she saw the TV and she decided to go back? Oh, who fucking knows? But it is it is disjointed. And you see, why some things she... go fast and some things go slow. And the whole thing is, she immediately leaves while Sis and Steel or whatever is at the store. Could you not have waited until he got back and talked to him mm-hmm. about why you need to do this, or at least at least leave a note? Yeah, I mean. That was stupid just to add drama. And it's like, I just, I'm mean, the whole thing with them two. And now that she's back on the Wave Rider, I'm going to hate every second. <laughs> You're about to say fucking boat, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> she's back on the fucking boat. 
That's what Citizen Steel wants it to be. <laughs> but I, I just, I just, I'm, I'm, there's no character I like on this show. I don't like Stein. I don't like Ray. Yeah, but Stein's like, leaving here before long. Right. And I, I mean, I mean, if I had to pick somebody that I hated the least, I maybe White Canary. I don't know. I hate everybody on the show. And that's what's bad because there's no saving grace. Mm-mm. If we had to pick favorite and least favorite character, I don't think I would have a favorite. The favorite. <laughs> My favorite's still the same. <laughs> he still, he annoys me. He's, I, yeah. Anyway. I, I am fucking exhausted. I'm, I'm done. I, I can't. I felt like I, I, I felt like I railed on like most of the shows. We're sorry if any of you people out there absolutely love these episodes. And, and if you do, why don't you let us know what you love about them? Because maybe maybe there's something we're maybe missing. We're, yeah, maybe we are completely missing missing the point. I know TV; it's a break, you know, way to get away and get mm-hmm. lost in TV. But I do not like getting lost in what I saw this week. Yeah. For the most part, it was complete trash, and I wish I would have been able to do something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But then again, I guess if you know me, I, I do like to bitch and complain. So what? <laughs> Jerry's Bitch and Complain Show. <laughs> that's a new name. Well, anyway, I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> We're both done. So, anyway, you can always find us online at ScreenBeansPodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at ScreenBeansPod. You can also find us on Facebook, Friend Us, Like Us, Share Us, you know, whatever makes you happy. You can also find all of our podcasts on Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, SoundCloud, or, you know, wherever you find us on the dark web. So, uh... That's going to wrap it up for this week, and we will be back talking at you next week. Bye, guys.